Good morning, fellow travelers, pilgrims on the sunny path of life. The invitation. It doesn't interest me what you do for a living. I want to know what you ache for and if you dare to dream of meeting your heart's longing. It doesn't interest me how old you are. I want to know if you will risk looking like a fool for love, for your dream, for the adventure of being alive. It doesn't interest me what planets are squaring your moon. I want to know if you have touched the center of your own sorrow, if you have been open by life's betrayals or have become shriveled and clothed from fear of further pain. I want to know if you can sit with pain, mine or your own, without moving to hide it or fade it or fix it. I want to know if you can be with joy, mine or your own, if you can dance with wildness and let the ecstasy fill you to the tips of your fingers and toes without cautioning us to be careful, to be realistic, to remember the limitations of being human. It doesn't interest me if the story you are telling me is true. I want to know if you can disappoint another to be true to yourself, if you can bear the accusation of betrayal and not betray your own soul, if you can be faithless and therefore trustworthy. I want to know if you can see beauty even when it is not pretty, every day, and if you can source your own life from its presence. I want to know if you can live with failure, yours and mine, and still stand at the edge of the lake and shout to the silver of the full moon, yes. It doesn't interest me to know where you live or how much money you have. I want to know if you can get up after the night of grief and despair, weary and bruised, to the bone and do what needs to be done to feed the children. It doesn't interest me who you know or how you came to be here. I want to know if you will stand in the center of the fire with me and not shrink back. It doesn't interest me where or what or with whom you have studied. I want to know what sustains you from the inside when all else falls away. I want to know if you can be alone with yourself and if you truly like the company you keep in the empty moments. I've liked this poem for a while by Oria Mountain Dreamer, if you're interested to find it online. I will, of course, add it to the show notes. Something about it, when it says, it doesn't interest me what you do for a living. Lately, I find myself saying that more and more 
you know, same thing for the ages. I guess the theme or what I get out of it is to move away from an understanding of oneself, you know, uh, which also square or goes along with the Hindu and Buddhist tradition, which I have definitely felt more tuned with lately than with uh, Christianity or Judaism. I can't really talk about Islam. I don't know enough. I've never been into it that much. I just know some basics, so I can't relate it. But in terms of Judaism and Christianism or Catholicism, Catholicism, Catholic, yeah. Um, And it just has not made, or it doesn't make that much sense anymore. I'm not able to relate to it. And I do find... uh, fear and judgment which is something that I'm not that interested anymore I don't find it that useful I find it limiting oh I guess I mean I put some background music this morning I don't know if you can hear it but it's raining now which was in a forecast and it's uh, hitting the roof so it's actually kind of a Always kind of a nice thing in this little casita where I am. The the roof, the the the, the insulation, I guess, was a lack of. Anyway, you can hear the rain very nicely. It doesn't have to rain strong. So it is today. I will not put background music on this one. It doesn't interest me what you do for a living. It doesn't interest me your age. It doesn't interest me your story you're telling me. It doesn't interest me if you're telling me what you're telling me is true or not. It doesn't interest me how much money you make, where you live, who you know, who you've studied with, you know, what diploma. I want to know if you can be alone with yourself. I want to know what you dream about, what you ache, what you aspire for. And how do you, at the end of the day, make sense of this paradox, this mystery, you know, where that life always remains? I guess in my, in my story, in my, in my context of my life, I obviously take it in a more of a nihilistic, or nihilistic, nihilistic, I think is how you say it, nihilistic context of negating I still don't know who I am I don't really ask myself the question anymore what do I want to do when I grow up but uh, yeah I don't there was something I struggled with with work because I had so many jobs And I would wonder, what is it, you know, what's my job? And always looking for the answer out, always, always waiting for this handout, this material handout. Always trying through the mind, through my senses, to make sense of who I am and what was my path to be. And in my case, it didn't work out. Um, You know, I came to be here 
you know, my family of origin and all of those things, they've all gone away. I, I think I am a, a master of failures. I hope you can hear it. We've had a lot of rain this winter. But it is nice, you know, when you haven't heard rain for a while. It's an interesting sound. So I do. I, I do when I hear it doesn't interest me what you do for a living. I want to know what you ache for. And if you dare to dream and meeting of meeting your heart's longing. I really like that twist on this one. Is what you, what your heart ache for more important than what you actually do? What GPS are you using in your life? You know? And I completely understand this one, even at the reverse, because if I could have, I would have. I would still have a house, I would still have a family, I would have a career, I would have all those things that life tells you or our culture or whatever it doesn't matter where the story comes from it is just a story in the end of what the success to life is which to me has been a complete failure so against my best intention to interest me what i do for a living or what somebody else does or all those uh, physical and material things I was forced to move away from that paradigm. I want to know if you will risk looking like a fool for love, for your dream, for the adventure of being alive. That just resonates so well. If you won't let the criteria, the standard of the world be your moral compass, different GPS in a way that the of the idea of not selling oneself or not trying to impress yeah so so that I will belong so that I will be loved so that I will be worthy which is basically negation of who you are or doubting that you are capable of just being who you are and that's enough and it doesn't matter That's not what's, what most important. What is most important is not so much what you are perceived on the outside. I want to know if you have touched the center of your own sorrow. If you have been opened by life's betrayal. How interesting. If you have been opened by life's betrayal to look at something like a betrayal as something worthy that would open you that would make you more you know instead of your 72 degrees sunny and just happy memory your um, Truman show an air conditioned life and that I'm still not sure you know I uh, Down here in Andalusia, I met uh, the second love of my life, a beautiful woman that I fell madly in love with. And I'm sure you will hear more about her because she's so um, 
Yeah, she's she's definitely my moon and my sun. And uh, through that connection with her, I have definitely touched a different quality of sorrow as far as my soul is concerned. But I'm not sure if, uh, you know, if that's the center of it. And of course, you can only know <laughs> that you have hit rock bottom in, in a figurative way when you can go further. And so far, I have not. So, but I'm more, I'm more okay with it now. I don't, I don't fight. I don't find that kind of emotional suffering like I used to. I do see the potential in it. I don't like it, but I see the potential. So if you've been opened by life's betrayal or have become shriveled and closed, if you've given in, not surrendered, given in, and oof, I just need to, I'm just going to do damage control from now on until I die. I want to know, there was one that during the Camino, actually, uh, I talked to Matthew because it's something that came up during the, the Camino in 2019. I want to know if you can sit with pain, mine on your own. And that's very important there. Mine on, even more so, mine. Can you sit with my pain without moving to hide it or fade it or fix it? Can you be non-reactive? Can you just let pain be instead of trying to control can you be in pain joyfully and willingly can you dance with wildness and let the ecstasy fill you to the tips of your finger without cautioning us to be careful realistic to remember the limitations of being human yeah what are the limits you know what are the real limits you cannot lose that which you really are. So in anything else is just not you. I want to know if you can disappoint another to be true to yourself. If you can bear the accusation of betrayal and not betray your own soul. Huh, this one is for Urban. If you can be faceless and therefore trustworthy. If he does listen to this one, you will know what I mean by that. That's for you, Urban. But this one has to do about truth, yeah? Honoring truth more than that so-called consideration of political correctness of how does how moral guidance, moral compass, how again, one should behave uh, with the other what's acceptable or not and I do for me I do relate to that that truth is very important integrity of who you are if you don't have that then who is connecting to all those people can you live with failure well <laughs> In my case, fellows, I would say a resounding, I would state a resounding, yes, I can live with failure. My life is several PhDs. Uh, I am a master of failure. 
and still stand at the edge of the lake? Can you still be hopeful? Can you can you can can who you are not be dependent on what you can do? And on that, I'm still struggling. I'm I'm aware of it. This winter has been a little different. We had more rain, the weather, and uh, Urban was gone for quite a while um, because of COVID. So uh, it became time to where they want as many things. I could look for things to do, but, you know, things were kind of okay around here. I had taken care of most things. And I felt awkward or I felt lazy, flossful. about not getting more engaged and I realized how much I still defined who I am by what I do. And I do, I mean, there is, there is maybe a contradiction there or paradox that a part of me enjoys, you know, when I have been productive, when I have done things, I do enjoy. I have no interest. The idea of retirement makes no sense to me so far anyway. I love working, I love accomplishing things. But I had an interesting period to some time, I was like, a part of me was saying, I don't want to do anything today. And I had trouble honoring it. And in a way I was fighting against it. Like this idea of, ah, that's, that would be a waste. Yeah, I would be wasting my day. And wondering about that voice, and that I'm still struggling. I am. I'm not sure where I stand. I think that may be a dance. There may be a. There may be some tweaking involved there. But I am getting kind of open to to the idea of uh, removing that condition in order to feel good. That I can look. Look what Anthony has done today. <gasps> Isn't Anthony wonderful? So I do see. I want to check that hole, you know? I want to check that rabbit hole a little more. But it is challenging. It is challenging. It doesn't interest me where you live or how much money you have. That is more recent for me. I used to care a lot more about those things, or I used to think there was more intrinsic value. And, uh, you know, now they can be useful or not, but in the end, you know, you lose everything. So it's obviously not what, what's most important, money and things. There are, obviously we are, we are on a material plane. So, I mean, to start with a body, you know, for however long, however, that long, however long that would last, or for some of us, it will start to break down sooner or cause us a lot of trouble, even during life or inconveniences. And uh, yeah, but now, yeah, I mean, I'm still, you know, I don't think I am all done with, but yeah, it does not influence me. I, I used to think, you know, looking at people or my idea of success, people who may have a great career or reputation or who are viewed well by other people or who look handsome or beautiful or who have this ability, this intellectual ability that I never had to... Um, to retain information and then to pass those exams, you know. One of, uh, I used to feel so dumb about not being able to go to university because it bored me to death sitting at a desk and I, I just 
I didn't know how they were doing it. How could they look at those books and dive into them and remember so much and pass and fulfill those academic expectations? And I used to envy that. So I used to envy all those social status, those measures that we use. And uh, now I don't. Uh, You know, it's neither good nor bad. It's just somebody else's path. If somebody else is happy, I'm not able to, to experience somebody else's happiness. So, you know, if they are great, if they are not, one way or the other, it doesn't matter to me because... It's, it's their life, it's their path. And if it works for them, great, you know? If somebody is uh, doing heroin and then gonna... or methamphetamine or whatever, and destroy that... Um, destroy, yeah, that will, be the ramif- that will be the physical ramification. It's like, who am I to judge that person? Who am I to... to gauge and say, that's something wrong, I can't. I can't judge that other person's decision. So I, I do, I do honor. Uh, I don't have to share, I don't agree with them. To me, I, I, don't, uh, I don't share those. I don't see, I don't have that relationship with life and my body. And, uh, but that being said, that's me. So I think I'm coming along on the, not looking at people as model of what it is that I'm looking for, or what I do need. That's just not where I find it. It doesn't interest me where or what or with whom you have studied, so I guess that kind of goes along that. I want to know what sustains you from the inside when all else falls away. These are like when there is no hope, when you are crushed, when that which makes sense gives you fuel, you know, hope and passion and excitement you have those goals and you want to accomplish like yesterday I was listening to a podcast about uh, those two Spanish guys I really like it it's called uh, Hoy Hablamos it's from uh, Bigo from Galicia 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 I don't know how you say it in uh, English Galicia in Espanol and the other one actually lives in Poland they're both Spanish, but uh, they live in different places and they teach. Uh, I love what they do with the podcast. I've listened to so many hours of them. And they talked about a goal that they had set at the beginning of the year to improve their language. One was English, the one from uh, Bigo, and the other one was uh, Polish, which, uh, from what I understand, is a very hard language to learn, one of the hardest in the world. And uh, I think he's lived there for three years. <laughs> and uh, and then they were basically using the accountability rule of this uh, so-called uh, the SMARTS principle. Specific, realistic, action-oriented, measurable, timetable. Uh, yeah, that was it. To When you're setting goals. So I could do a podcast on this one. Uh, my view of it has changed quite a bit. And they talked about how they kind of failed. It's like here, they made public, you know, for, which is great for support and accountability. They made their goals known. And in the end, they were like, wow. And uh, yeah, life happens. And then uh, I wasn't able to do it. And uh, so what you do when, you know, with what you try to do has failed. How do you deal with failure? How do you deal with 
absence of inspiration when things are just empty or dark or still. You know, do you shrivel? Do you go hide? Or are you able to stand with that uh, very, very negative feeling when all else falls away? What remains? How do you define who you are? Is it by all those material criteria or there is more? Because all those conditions, they eventually all go away. All of them. Even that body. I mean, look at your body. It's like, how can we deny that body? And yet in the end, we lose that. Now, if you're an atheist, yeah, you believe that somehow you are just here for this life. When you die, you die and it's all over. And of course, you know, it's like everything else. This is just a story, you know, and of course, religion, all it is is a story or whatever spiritual mindset you may have. Everything is just a story. What is this thing? What is this life? And okay, you know, I mean, that's fine if you're an atheist or whether you are uh, a pantheist or, you know, a monotheist, whatever, it doesn't matter uh, in the end. But I don't even know what I am, actually. I just, it doesn't do it to me, the whole atheist. It doesn't do it. Uh, I'm not even sure agnostic works for me, but... uh, Yeah, just, I can't take it for, I can't take it that seriously. Something that's conditional. And I just somehow can't believe that it all ends. And I guess where I'm coming with that, you know, along with this poem, it's like, it's like, let's move away from all of those things, all those conditional things. Say, who's there when there's nothing else? Oh, I've just lost power in the house which happens from time to time with the rain. Oh, that's actually perfect for the last one. I want to know if you can be alone with yourself. <laughs> I'm in the dark right now. Well, I guess I'm kind, of, I'm kind of with you, but anyway, alone. It's kind of funny. And if you truly like the company you keep in the empty moments. <laughs> if you truly... I don't know if I truly like the company I keep in the empty moments. But I definitely am okay with being alone. So fellows, great Sunday, wherever you are. I hope you enjoy this poem, this story. Yeah, it's been around with me for quite a while. I really like it. I wish you all a great day and to remember that today is the first day of the rest of your life. Om.